Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Devotions. It's so good to be with you today. It's where every weekday, you and I, we get together, we have a little bit of coffee, we get into God's Word, and we grow in our love for the Lord together. And this year, 2023, Lord willing, everything dependent upon the Lord's sovereignty, <laughs> Lord willing, you and I will get from the book of Genesis to Leviticus. I'm so glad to be with you today. Why don't we have some coffee? We'll pray and we'll jump into Genesis chapter 29. Let's pray. Oh Lord, you are a wonderful God. We thank you for your word. We thank you for teaching us. We thank you for caring for us. Father, we pray now that as we read your word, you might work by the power of your Holy Spirit to teach us, to lead us, to direct our steps. Lord, we thank you for true events in history that have shaped your plan of redemption. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, here we go. So we're at Genesis chapter 29. Genesis chapter 29. And we'll be reading uh, the first, I think, let's see here. The first 15 or 14 verses. So Genesis chapter 29, the first 14 verses. Let's go to God's word together now. So Jacob went on his journey and came to the land of the people of the east. And he looked and saw a well in the field, and behold, there were three flocks of sheep lying by it. For out of that well they watered the flocks. A large stone was on the well's mouth. Now all the flocks would be gathered there, and they would roll the stone from the mouth's well, water the sheep, and put the stone back in its place on the well's mouth. And Jacob said to them, My brethren, where are you from? And they said, We are from Haran. Then he said to them, Do you know Laban, the son of Nahor? And they said to him, We know him. So he said to them, Is he well? And they said, He is well. And look, his daughter Rachel is coming with the sheep. Then he said, Look, it is still high day. Is it not time for the cattle to be gathered together, water the sheep, go and feed them? But they said, we cannot until all the flocks are gathered together, and they have rolled the stone from the well's mouth. Then we will water the sheep. Now while he was still speaking with them, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she was a shepherdess. And it came to pass when Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, and the sheep of Laban, his mother's brother, that Jacob went near and rolled the stone from the well's mouth, and watered the flock of Lebanon, his, mother, his mother's brother. And then Jacob kissed Rachel, and lifted up his voice and wept. And Jacob told Rachel that he was her father's relative, and that he was Rebekah's son. So she ran and told her father. Then it came to pass, when Laban heard the report about Jacob, his sister's son, that he ran to meet him, and embraced him, and kissed him, and brought him to his house. So he told Laban all these things, and Laban said to him, Surely you are bone of you are my bone and my flesh, and he stayed with him for a month. Well, we need to ask ourselves, A, what is this about? B, what's the best verse to summarize this? And C, what are we called to do? Well, first, what is this about? Well, remember, Jacob is on his way to Padanaharan, 
he has left his father. And yesterday we read about him as came to this place where God had met with him and he named the place Bethel, house of God. And he had had his head on a rock and he'd seen the vision of the angels going up and down from heaven. And he vowed to God that he would honor him and follow him. And God conferred upon him, before those promises, God had conferred upon him the Abrahamic covenant blessings. And so now the question still remained, would God stay faithful to them? He has to go all the way to Mesopotamia. There's a long road, a dangerous road ahead of him. And then after a long journey, there's a long time in between verse the, the end of chapter 28, verse 22, and chapter 29 verse 1 and Jacob went on his journey right that journey is a long way I mean it's probably going to take him well over a month of traveling there's thieves there's robbers there's bandits there's the desert there's inhospitable environment they're sleeping outside who knows what's going to happen but we see God's faithfulness He arrives to a well, and there at the well, he sees a whole bunch of livestock carried around, and he asks a couple of the shepherds who are there, you know, what's going on? Isn't it time? And they say, well, we can't until the stone is rolled away. And then they say, hey, look, here's Rachel coming. And so he says, whoa, you know, he takes notice of her. We're going to find out more about Rachel in a little bit, but... He asks these other shepherds who are there about his relatives. Do you know Laban? Oh, yeah, we know Laban. Laban, is he okay? Oh, yeah, he's great. Look, hey, here comes his daughter right now. He's he's overjoyed. God hasn't abandoned him in the desert. God hasn't left him on an aimless journey, but he brought him to a well, and there at the well, he finds his relatives. And I don't know if this is young man showing off or not when he rolls away the stone so that way Rachel is able to feed or to to water the sheep. I I don't know the significance of this. You can go and people will argue about stuff like that. That's not the point of the story. The point of the story is God led Jacob to Laban's household. And it's a joyous family reunion. He sees Rachel and he kisses her. I don't think this is a right, right now yet a uh, romantic relationship when he sees her. He's, he's just thankful, so glad that God has led him to his mother's household. And there out comes Laban. And he's, he's excited, right? This is, this is the end of chapter 29, verse, the, the section we're looking at, right? Uh, then it came to pass, verse 14, 13, that when Laban heard the report about Jacob, his sister's son, that he ran to meet him and embraced him and kissed him and brought him into his house. So he told Laban all these things, and Laban said to him, Surely you are my bone and my flesh. He's excited to hear about his nephew and the safe travels, the safe journey that God has brought him. And so I, I wonder, he stays in his house a month. I wonder if... If he told him that his mother had sent him to come and find a wife. I wonder if he had told him that in this month of him staying in his house as Laban's trying to understand what type of man is this Jacob. Is he the type of man that he wants to give his daughters to? Is he the type of man who's going to support a family? What type of character does he have? 
what type of person is he? I don't know exactly why he's in the house for a month, but he shows him some long-form hospitality. And so as he's there, he's showing him this hospitality. There's this kindred spirit, right? This this receiving him into the home, ex- extremely happy that his extended relative has now come. But what really is the point of this, right? It's not just, every story in the scripture has a point. I think the point of this is that God continued to be faithful. He didn't let Jacob just wander around in the desert and die. But he was faithful to his promises. Remember one of his promises that he had just given him in the previous chapter was in verse 14. And also your descendants will be as the dust of the earth. God had promised him that he would take him and that he would give him descendants as numerous as the dust of the earth. And God is making good on that promise. In his sovereign providence, he's ordering his his creation, the way in which, where is he going to go? Well, he's going to go and he's going to find, whoa, look, he finds a well. And, and there at the well, he, he finds shepherds and he finds out that they know his uncle. And, and then comes his, his cousin, here's Rachel. And, and God has led him on the path, on the track that he was supposed to go. Jacob's not a perfect person, but God is faithful to his promises. I think that's the heart of what this is getting at. And I think that's what we're called to do is to trust. To trust that God does do all things for the good of those who love him. Those who have been called according to his purposes, he works all things together for our good. It is God who is watching over our step, numbering the hairs on our head, making sure that he is going to fulfill his covenant promises. And he does this even in Jacob's life. As he happens to find a well, and he happens to find people who know his uncle, and he happens to meet Rachel, and he happens to find favor with Laban. <laughs> Jacob is being cared for by the Lord. Doesn't mean that Jacob deserves this. Doesn't mean that Jacob is perfect. Actually, quite the opposite. We're going to find out more about Jacob as we keep going. But God is faithful to his covenant promises. That should give us hope. Hope for our own hearts. That he who has said it, will he not make it good? It's the Lord who's faithful. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for this day, and we thank you for your word. Lord, we thank you that you work in history, through people, in families. Lord, we thank you that you are bringing about your promises. Father, we pray that you would please increase our faith. Make us more and more reliant upon you, for you are good. And what you say will be done. But you cannot lie. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. May the Lord bless you. May you walk in the joy and peace of Jesus Christ. May the great shepherd of the soul of may the great shepherd of your soul be with you today. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.
Thanks for listening to this week's message from God's Word for You, a ministry of Sharon R.P. Church in rural southeast Iowa. We pray that the message would be used by God to transform your faith in your life this week. If you'd like to get more information about us, feel free to go to the website, SharonRPC.org. We'd love to invite you to worship with us. Our worship time is 10 a.m. every Sunday at 25204 160th Avenue, Morning Sun, Iowa, 52640. May God richly bless you this week.